Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Honest Pretenders podcast with me, Daniel Jones. And me, Ben Littler. And Ben, we're in a very quick one today because we've only got 20 minutes recording time, so we're going to talk like this and do auctioneers. And to my left, I've got Ben in the corner. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're going to. But, but, but. We are, we've had quite a few little things happening this week. So it is a shorter, more condensed version, more like a bite sized version of ourselves in your ears. Possibly to go to sleep, too, if. If you so wish. I mean, if it works, if it, it helps works. you sleep, then we're happy to help. Oh, God, all means, because everyone's having trouble with sleep, especially with the warmer nights are rolling in, because we are going to cook in this room. But can time constraints today leave us to 20 minutes? So, well, 19 now. So, <laughs> it's just rambling again. So, <laughs> in at number one, Ben, oh, first heads up that uh, it does actually tie in. There won't be an episode next week. There won't be an episode that week after, we don't believe. Because I'm in Bournemouth next week again, down south, and Ben is on his band reunion the week after. We may try and figure something out between then and then, but don't don't sit there expecting. <laughs> I know you might go sleepless without our voices in your ears, but try. Got Just other try. episodes you yeah, can fall asleep to. The entire back catalogue, if you wish to listen to them. <laughs> um, so I'm down in Bournemouth, and now this is a fear of mine. Actually, I say fear. It's it's something I don't want me to happen to me when I'm in a hotel. And that is what happens to a gentleman in the Hilton Hotel in Nashville most recently who woke up at 5 a.m. to a night manager, employee of the hotel, sucking his toes. Oh, hmm. wasn't Paul Scholes, was it? It was not Paul Scholes, no. Ah. That's only his daughter. Ah, that's not true. Toes off. At least that's, that one's... Okay, it's weird, but at least you'd expect consent. He's keeping it in the family. Now, I, <laughs> after questioning, he cloned the card of this guy's room and just snuck in and just... I want to know what on, on what level of mentality do you see a guest... Uh, he apparently fixed the TV of this guest uh, the day before. Right. And so he decided at that point... I'm going to suck gave him this the... man's toes. I'd say that gave him the right to just go and, yeah, okay. I, I don't get... I'm struggling to see the logic personally. I'm but... struggling <laughs> to see any of the logic in this, that A, you've looked at a person and thought, I'm going to suck their toes. B, I'm going to just sneak in at night and I'm going to just do it. <laughs> it's a foot fetish going a bit far, that one. I d- it's a funny one how you would react to that. So, I don't know how I'd react in that scenario. I don't know if it would be... Obviously, it would be utter disgust and sort of screaming. Well, yes, yes, naturally. It's it's what would happen after that. If whether, I mean, if he's, if he's still stood there, I mean, he's clearly... He wants a fight at this point, because I'm... I'm j- literally just woken up. This man has woken me up yeah. by sucking my toes. I'm I'm not in the best of uh, <laughs> I'm not fully awake at this point. Yeah, the mind's still like trying to a it's trying it's trying to obviously come around having been asleep, but it's also trying to compute what you <laughs> would you would think it was in a lucid dream though. Quite possibly, you'd think is this real, and then suddenly like, now nah, this guy's real, and then scream I'm, internally try, and scream internally, possibly try kicking out a bit, see what happens. I mean. 
is if he's still going for it, the toe's going to be down his throat because I'm just going to kick upwards. Yeah, I'm just going to go full force into. Into Up a couple of the foot, as it were. He <laughs> might like that, though. Is the question? Is the That's thing? The problem. He might like yeah. that. You know, gagging on a toe. Oof. Mm. Oof. So, if anyone eating or trying to get to sleep, because. That's a thought for you now. I find the whole sucking toes. Oh no, it's just it's oh. it's always a worry of mine that someone's gonna come in during the night <laughs> of my hotel Oof. room. Oof. I mean they're not oh, gonna I'm like good. what they see, but I don't like uh, some weird people out there, as we well know. Plenty of mm. weird people. But yeah, I just thought I'd throw that <laughs> disgusting story down the end. Oh down into the wazoo though and i mean i don't think i could top that with anything i've read this this week apart from apart from we've had one of the probably the the most embellished car chase in in living history at this point between <laughs> howie megan and the oh, paparazzi because yeah. <laughs> boy oh boy when i saw that headline i thought oh oh dear this is <laughs> this now in in recent history that has not ended well now listen, let's remember. Yeah. Remember that. And then the more the, the more witnesses have come out and said I think it was the taxi drivers and something like, Oh, it was fifteen minutes long and yeah, there wasn't really a chase. <laughs> but the media made it sound like it was a two hour high speed chase through the middle of New York. So have you seen the traffic through New York? I can't see anyone having a high-speed chase through... Uh... I mean, I think the mayor of New York said... Not about Spider-Man getting involved, anyway. No, that's a point, actually. That is a... Actually, it's a good point. <laughs> I, can, I can't see a car chase happening without Spider-Man being somewhat involved in the stopping but of it. Because the media needs to declare him a public menace, and... Uh... <laughs> Jonah Jameson is, is going to be the Daily Bugle, and he's going to be writing all yeah. these embellishing stories about... About Spider-Man and how he actually was chasing. Spider-Man was assaulting those innocent paparazzi who were trying to get pictures of the, ro- the British royal. He was chasing the royals. <laughs> yeah, he was chasing the royals. He was leading the paparazzi to them. He was the problem, and the paparazzi were chasing Spider-Man to get photos with yeah. Jameson and the Daily Bugle. <laughs> We've got it in one. So everyone's full about this, have they? Everyone's just denied the existence of Spider-Man at all. He's a menace. <laughs> He's a menace. And we just appreciate how well he was cast in in oh. those first set of Spider-Man. J.K. Simmons. It's so much so you can't imagine anyone else's voice as Jameson now. He was born for that role. It's like he was moulded from birth yeah. just to play that role. His parents have seen the Spider-Man comics and thought yes. our child him, he's going <laughs> to have his it. day. He's going to have his day and when he does, <laughs> it'll be perfect. It's, one, it's just one of those satisfyingly perfectly cast yeah. roles, isn't it? It's like uh, yeah. Viggo Mortensen for Aragorn. For Aragorn, or... yeah. In fact, most of the Lord of the Rings cast. And... Well, yeah. I can't believe anyone who's miscast in, that film, in those films, to be honest. I'm glad you didn't hear that. That's quite fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll just show for that Daisy Ridley for Ray. His <laughs> voice is gone. The eyes. Uh... I'm so glad you didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> I said, good job we're not sat together. I feel I would have been assaulted at 5am in the morning. <laughs> in, a, in a hotel room. <laughs> my toes. No, I don't. Oh, they, they said that they'd have been removed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, that's, that's how much I believe that was oh. there. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> and speaking of a high speed chase, Ben, we didn't get one in the F1 because it got cancelled in Imola because yep. of flooding, of course. Is heavy. Have you seen the track? Or have you seen the area? I've seen some of the like, stills of the track, yeah. Jeez. I, I, I mean, we could have had the F1 boats out, but there's no doubt that they're planning something. I just can't, in my mind, think there's something in the works of a boat race <laughs> with Formula 1 teams. I, I can see it. Whether they do it, motorized or... I mean, obviously, you know, thoughts, prayers, you know, hope we're all out to those who are you know, struggling, suffering. Of course. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, you know, they get saved, and <laughs> of course. Now, does that race now move to the end of the season, or are they just no? I, th- I think that's it's just that's it. scrap. That's it. I don't think I don't think they can rearrange it at this point. We might hear something later. I'm not, but I would be surprised. I think it's just expected. It'll now be a 22 race calendar. I imagine, I imagine Verstappen was probably whinging. Oh, probably blames George Russell for it or something. Yeah, he's put... <laughs> no, he's still going. He's still mad about the George Russell incident. He can't go mm. on again. He still hasn't forgiven him for the first round. So, so Horner will probably blame Lewis Hamilton in some way. Yeah, but... <laughs> um, Leclerc's probably made a mess of things somewhere. Um, no, in fact, Ferrari probably told them there's still a race. Ferrari <laughs> like no, it's... no, it is fine. You do your practice lap, but. <laughs> In the boat. In the boat, go on. Out, round you go. There's no one else I here. Did, I, like, I can't remember who it was I put in the group chat. Was it the, the Grand Tour meme? Does so that mean they're not coming on then? <laughs> no. I couldn't resist putting that response. Well, there's a massive river where the track should be. So, no. no. Duck race. Yeah. There you go. I think they're all packing down. This is meant. To, it was meant to be the start of a triple header. Yes. Europe, so um, I guess they're all packing down and heading off to Monaco. Oh, that's going to be expensive. Yay! Anyone who wants to go and visit Monaco and their expensive coffees, I think it's something like ten euro for a coffee, maybe more. Uh, so I've heard. Been to Monaco once. I was on holiday, and it was it probably was about twenty twenty five euros just for a croque monsieur for a sandwich. Really? Was it was it nice? Was it? Anything no, special? No different than any other one I've had, to be honest. But it was, it was all right. But Does... gone anywhere else in France, I probably would have paid what ten, twelve tops, maybe. Mm. <laughs> it's all about that premium, baby. Um, what else has happened? I've no idea. If that, no, no, we know what's happened. Um, it's nice. We know to... our Champions League finalists. <laughs> well, before we get there, because we will Ooh. talk about City, but first we've got to get to the old. Um... Those eleven red bottles standing on a pitch <laughs> that have decided to absolutely hang their heads and just drop from the <coughs> from the get go, which is Arsenal. Our beloved Arsenal have decided to pack it in, <laughs> just say yeah. enough's enough. We're not doing it anymore. They've jacked I mean, it in. Because it was the S- Sunday game, wasn't it? So yes. I was at an orchestra play day that day. So obviously I was just picking up little bits here and there. Obviously either through the group chat or through like the Sky texts. Yeah, yeah. And from the little clips I've seen, I saw live, it almost looks like Arsenal were resigned to finishing second. Oh, they did. The substitutes said it all. Like it was, it, it was weird. You never see Nelson being brought on in what the middle of the second half. It's usually yeah. always like the 80th minute. It's just like, uh, okay, heads have dropped. 
Brighton played extremely well. He played us off the pitch. Yeah, let's not take away from Brighton. They were, uh... they were unplayable. But it, it just strikes me weird that Brighton get thumped 5-1 at Everton. Everton. And suddenly they... Come to Arsenal and... <laughs> that's just football, though. Arsenal didn't, just didn't look interested. Yeah. I watched the entire game was like, you know what, they deserve this. Brighton have deserved the win and Arsenal deserve to lose the way they've been playing. Because uh, they could just consign to it now. And then you've got those noisy lot at top, which are Manchester City, that have decided they're just going to have their greatest ever run now. Yeah. And of course... I think, what, they beat Chelsea at the weekend, that's it? Yes, that will be it. That will be it, that will be confirmed. Or, what is this? Or Nottingham Forest beat Arsenal. If Arsenal lose, yes. then they, they've, they've won without kicking a ball. Yes. I think draw. I think I think a draw drags it out a bit longer, doesn't it? Yeah, it just and adds then, to the but, last game. So but... They're playing Chelsea at the moment. Chelsea just aren't bothered. So if, if, if you were at City, you're thinking we've got one game to win the title at the moment, either Chelsea or Southampton are probably the team yeah. you pick. You want one of them because Chelsea just are, they're or at the Leicester beach. <laughs> or Leicester. Yeah, they're definitely at the beach at this point. Um, so they got and thumped Real Madrid. 4 0. Yeah. Get through to the final against the Inter. Harlem didn't get any of them. That's quite a. <laughs> That's just it. You can co- a lot of teams, they concentrate on keeping Harlem quiet, but they forget that they've got Gundogan, De Bruyne. This is what I mean. We've said, how many times have we said, if you keep De Bruyne quiet, you've still yeah. got Gundogan. If you keep them too quiet, you've still got Silver. If you keep them three quiet, you've got Grealish. I think Grealish has the most chances created this half from, I think, is it. From the World Cup, yeah, the second half of the season, yeah, which yeah, we're yeah, sort of calling the World Cup the half, the sort of yeah. the mid-season break, aren't we now? So I think he's got the most chances created since we came since, back from since records yeah. began. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like I know people say, oh, he's not worth a hundred million and what. I tend to agree, but you've got to give credit. He's probably been he's... told, look, I don't want you to score goals. Harlan's there. Yeah. Or whatnot. If you do score, you score. But it does look like he's is. finally settling into that city system. And he's playing well with Haaland. Yeah. They seem to have a good connection with each other. So it's Doesn't an interesting well one. My team in the FA Cup final, but <laughs> You're the only team. Really. I don't know why everyone's writing off into Milan though. They point. could cause something, but say the quality. I think the, I showed that the quality between the two semi-finals was obvious. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. I, I got. Did... I'll admit, I got bored watching the uh, in the Milan semi-final, the second leg. I think I. That's just it. It was. It was just a. I think AC Milan have got major issues at the moment in chances created. Yeah, I think they've had not, a massive not run. Taking them, yeah. Yeah, there's just been a massive run of. Even would having league. Zlatan there have made a difference? Possibly. Would have fought her for it, wouldn't he? Mm. At least give a... Zlatan's one of them that is unpredictable. Yeah. Whereas with Giroud, I think you know he's going to get the ball, hold it up or head of it. I know Giroud yeah. is capable of the unexpected, but Zlatan will more likely just do something weird and yeah. wonderful with it. But City, man... They're just, They're just a unit. <laughs> They're ridiculous. 
particularly good at the moment. And I think they probably will do the treble. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost resigned myself to that. Which then but... sparks the debate of who did it better? Did Manchester United do I it? I mean, actually, as a United fan, I am obviously going to show bias to my own team. And my comeback on it will be United did it with a core group of homegrown talent. Yeah, you do a lot of kids, basically. Which is gonna be my which is is gonna be my strongest defense, to be honest. <laughs> I think with City, yes, they've got we can't deny that Guardiola and that group of players and the way they've worked and tactics and whatnot yeah. have undoubtedly played a huge part in what or Guardiola himself being at City has created this group of players, this tactic, this yeah. system that has finally paid off. This is the big time now. That yeah. It's finally all come together and he's finally... Haaland was the last piece of the puzzle. It was clear yeah. as day to see that. And what, yeah, once they'd worked out how to work with him, the rest of them worked yeah. out how to work with him. Yeah. We've seen, as we've seen the last few get last of this run they've been on. Yeah. <laughs> and... But we cannot also deny the fact that it's state-backed that mm. have spent billions on getting these players in. We can't yeah. deny that fact. We can't deny that Guardiola and the squad are absolutely outstanding. And we also can't deny that state-owned and millions no, yeah. of well, Basically, Guardiola's like, I want him, him, and him. And the owner's basically gone, right, okay. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I do wonder, though, how much of the City squad remains i know i believe gundawan's on the fence at the moment of, of oh, all right because he's starting to reconsider because all the strong talks that he is going but yeah there was always um and ahhing about bernardo silva what he's doing that seems to crop up every transfer window but it seems at the moment that real madrid seem to have i know they've just got thumped four nil and probably there's mm-hmm. probably the wake-up call they needed to go. I know they've been it, linked with a load of players at the moment, like Mbappe. So it does seem them. like they're about to go into Galactico mode again. Yeah. It's like they've been waiting and gone, we'll just get by with what we've got because they're doing well. You know, yeah. Modric, Chris. But yesterday, City, mate, if there wasn't a wake up call to Perez and the Madrid hierarchy to go, this squad is aging and cannot we keep need up to anymore. Be an overhaul. Yeah. We need to get these players in. We need a strong change was of it, the guard. Was, they're talking, was it Bellingham? Mbappe, Mbappe again. Davies. <laughs> Davies. Yeah. They're the big three aren't that I've seen. Yes, I've seen. It strikes me as have, have City <laughs> inadvertently woken the dragon at this point. <laughs> yeah. Have they prodded too much and this is the... It does strike me weird though, because after the, the certainly Mbappe, after how it, it all yeah. played out last time, I can't, there's all, I just can't believe they're going back. Are they in? I think it would be Mbappe that have to force the move. But do you think the final call is is the Premier League turning into a farmers league? It's getting a bit predictable, isn't it? You know that yes, it'll be competitive to get there, but you sort of know City will come out on top unless someone yeah. else has a perfect season. I think that's only, what we're getting to. You need to have a perfect season. The only two that could financially compete would be Newcastle and Chelsea at the moment. Yeah, and yeah, possibly, we still don't know what's going on with the United ownership. If United and... get the Qatari ownership, then hey ho! But we'll who see. Who knows? But I think that's where we will leave it this week. It's been a pleasure as always. Remember, be good. Don't do anything stupid. We'll see you in a few weeks, and goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.